Welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. Unveiling the wonders in the world. Please note that God's word is the creator's manual for profitable and wonderful living. God's word is the creator's manual for profitable and wonderful living. The word of God is God's wisdom for escape from all forms of satanic assaults, bondage, manipulations, and afflictions. If engaged with understanding and in faith. I said God's word is God's wisdom for escape from all forms of satanic assaults, bondages, manipulations, and afflictions, if engaged with understanding and in faith. It is the manual for escape, which you and I must continually engage to secure our release and sustain it. Praise the Lord. I said the finger of God made manifest here this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. This is why God doesn't and cannot do anything outside of his word. You can't separate the word of God from God. So if you must know God, then know his word. Where you know his word, you begin to know God. Praise the Lord. Now let's quickly unveil some of these wonders rooted in the word. Praise the Lord. Is somebody getting blessed this morning? If you are getting blessed, shout hallelujah. As we unveil these wonders this morning, these wonders will perform wonders in somebody's life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The number one wonder that is rooted inside of the word of God is that the word of God is prophetic. God's word is what? That's why you don't need to go to one mountain and one bush to look for one prophet. Is somebody getting it? Once you can access the word of God, it's prophetic on its own. The only challenge is that many a times we believers, we could be lazy. Because it will take work to make the word of God work. It requires work. To dig out from the well of salvation. This is the well of salvation. To bring out something from inside of you requires effort, requires taking responsibility as believers. I've had somebody said, even though they abuse Nigerians, they said, if you want to hide anything from, is it Nigerians? <laughs> Praise the Lord. They said from a black man, do it what? Keep it inside the book. Okay, I now remember. Praise the Lord. Keep it inside what? The book. Because to a large extent, quite a handful are lazy. Praise the Lord. Because to get the best from the world requires digging. And this, I see grace released upon us this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, God's word is prophetic. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19 to 21. Bible says, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. A more sure word of prophecy. We are unto ye do well that ye take heed. Can you see now? As unto a light that shineth in a dark place. The word of God is a more sure word of what? Prophecy. That's just any time you engage the word of God, it is prophetic. 
Imagine that scripture we read this morning in that Psalm 124. It says, we have escaped. Is that not so? And you are in bondage. You know you are having challenges and you are speaking that word over your life. I have escaped. What are you saying? You are prophesying. You are prophesying. Now, the word of God is more sure than any prophecy any mortal man can release. Is somebody getting it now? So when you have access to the word of God, you have had access to the prophecies of God. And when you begin to speak it over your life, it won't take time. You'll see it materializing. Praise the Lord. Say, but where is the responsibility? Where unto ye do well that ye take heed? As unto a light that shineth in that place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart. If you look at it, God is saying, don't stop taking heed. You continue to take it until you see your desire come to be. Until the day star arise in your heart. But if that star hasn't arise, what are you supposed to do? Continue to take it. Continue to take it. Praise the Lord. May we not suffer loss this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. Look at verse 20. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. That shows it is applicable to any individual that engages. It is not specific to just one person. And no one individual can come and say, okay, I am interpreting it this way. You discover that the word of God is multifaceted. The same word bringing healing. The same word bringing fruitfulness. The same word bringing prosperity. That's just one word is enough to terminate a lifetime siege. Praise the Lord. But it has to do with the person engaging it. Take it. Take it. Why? Because the prophecy came not in all time by the will of man. It's not that men just sit down and say, let me coin. No. When God is saying there shall be no loss here, is that not prophetic from scripture? That is the scripture. The number of your days you will fulfill. That shows that you are not permitted to die young. And a little one among them shall be how old? 100 years old. There shall no more from thence be an infant of days. The word of God is prophetic. And because the word of God is prophetic, it is ordained for fulfillment. Because it is prophetic, it is ordained for fulfillment. Why? No one word of God will fall to the ground. Praise the Lord. Luke one forty five says, And blessed is he that believeth, for there shall be a performance of every word. Praise the Lord. Of those things that were told out from the Lord. I speak into somebody's life this morning that whatever you have heard from the Lord, there shall be a performance. I said there shall be a performance in the name of Jesus Christ. Every word of God is ordained for fulfillment. The time may not appeal to your own human timing. But one thing is sure, they will surely be fulfilled. If you look at Isaiah chapter 14 verse 24. Bible says the Lord of hosts has sworn saying surely as I have thought. Now the word of God is the thought of God. Is somebody getting it now? The word of God is the thought of God in written form. I wish above all things that thou may yet prosper and be in health even as your soul prospereth. Praise the Lord. 
Isaiah 14, 24. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have proposed, so shall it stand. The word of God is his thought. The word of God is his purpose. Praise the Lord. So every word of God spoken in your direction is conveying to you the thought of God concerning you and is conveying into your life the purpose of God for your life. And God is saying, as the two comes together and you embrace them, John 1, 12, they will surely be performed. Praise the Lord. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 to 11, Bible says, for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not tither, but water ready heart and make it bring forth and board, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. They will not return. That word God has spoken concerning your marriage will not return. Because every word of God is ordained for fulfillment. That is why I'm so sure that your healing is certain. Because the word of God concerning healing has come your way. Whatever can stand the blood will no longer be able to stand you. In the name of Jesus Christ. The word of God is prophetic. Reason why the word is ordained for fulfillment. God's word is alive and forever. That is why it is prophetic. It speaks into your future. It speaks into your present. And it speaks into those situations. Psalm 119 verse 89. Bible says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. And whatever is settled in heaven have the capacity to be settled here on earth. Praise the Lord. All we need to do is just to get the settled word concerning that matter. And we discover that it won't belong. We will then be settled here on earth. I see somebody enjoying supernatural settlement this season. God's word is alive and forever. Listen, it has the capacity to outlive those challenges. Hello? 430 years. It was 400 years. But because of their ignorance, the enemy, you know, increased it to 30. And when it was now 430 years, their eyes opened and they began to cry to God. That this thing has gone beyond normal. Whatever has gone beyond normal by reason of affliction in anyone's life is terminated here this morning. Why? Because the word of God outlive any challenge. That shows everything will expire at the instance of the word. And the word will still be standing. So as I speak the word here this morning, whatever has pummeled your destiny, whatever has, has, has rubbished your life, whatever has affected your beauty, they are terminated now. I declare them expired now. Bible says in Matthew 24, 35 that heaven and heart may pass away, but not a jot, not a jot of my word will pass away. What God is saying is that that sickness will pass away. Maybe he did not get it. That affliction will pass away. That high blood pressure is passing away already. That stagnation is passing away already. That tuberculosis is passing away already. That unbearable pain is passing away already. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. You see, there are some issues that are synonymous with women. Most especially, even we have issues of uh, this cycle, the pain, 
menstrual pain. When you see some people go through it, it will look like they will die before they break. Praise the Lord. And you discover that when God steps in with time, that thing that looks like it will kill you overnight, suddenly it will pass away. It will fade away. Whatever has afflicted your life that has not made life easy for you, at the instance of the word and the blood this morning, they pass away. I said they pass away. You know what? Heaven and heart may pass away. That's just what is afflicting you. It's on the heart. Maybe you don't understand. Whatever is afflicting you is where? It's on the heart. And God is saying a time will come. At the instance of my world, even heaven will pass. The heart will pass. When the heart passes, whatever is that is not befitting goes with it. And the world will stand. I speak into that situation that their time of passing over is here now. Why? Because we are face to face with the Passover blood. The word of God is alive forever. Praise the Lord. Number two, wonder that is in the world. God's word transforms. It does what? It has the capacity to change things. In Isaiah chapter 9 verse 8. Bible says the Lord sent a word into Jacob. And it had lighted upon Israel. Now, you need to understand that scripture. Jacob is an individual. Israel is a nation. But when the word came, it was that word that changed, I mean Jacob. It was that word that changed the life of Jacob. You know, God said, what is your name? He said, I am Jacob. And God said, no, you are meant to be a prince. So at the instance of my word, receive transformation. And the Bible said, when that word entered, God did not send it to his ears. He sent a word into him. And it is the word that enters into you that has the capacity to transform you. So when you, and what the devil does is that he will allow you to come to church, to hear the word, but not to enter your heart. That's why you see some people even in church, they are doing buying and selling. I want to believe there are no people here this morning. They allow noises, the noises of the affliction. It's too much to the point that their heart has been blocked. So the word can't gain entrance. It is the word that enters into you that have the capacity to change you. Hello? So when that word enters into Jacob, it transforms Jacob. Jacob, one person, become Jacob, become Israel, a nation. That shows there is a word that will enter you and are I mean, impact on your generation. That is the implication. There is a word that you will carry that will transform you, transform your household, and transform your tomorrow. And one of such words we had from our father, Bishop David Oedipo, and you see, the word is transforming life. The hour has come. That word is not meant for him alone now. It's the word has gone global. As we are talking now, they are saying it somewhere else. I see the word of God transform somebody's life this season. I see your story change overnight in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, how will the word of God transform you? Look at Romans chapter 12 verse 2. The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Many of us, our thought pattern is our limitation. 
when you have given up on God, you have given up on yourself, then you are just awaiting the doomsday. Praise the Lord. Even men still believe that your situation can change, but you, you are saying, no, no more hope. Me, you think it can still happen. But God is telling you this morning that as my word is coming your way, let this word transform your thought pattern. Now, when your thought pattern changes, you discover that your life changes. Praise the Lord. I was sharing with uh, some of our elders here of one house man in Terminus. I think it's only my wife that understands these things better. And house man, he had that understanding that whatever he uses his mouth to declare is what he will see. So, a Muslim, Anytime they gave him maybe 100 naira, how will he call it? He doesn't call it naira. Everything he was calling, he said, no, it must be millions. I don't want to deal with naira. I want to be talking millions. So if you give him 100 naira, 100,000, he knows how to call it. If you give him 250,000, we call it quarter, quarter million. If you give him 500,000, we call it half million. If you give him Hundred thousand, one ten million, an house man, and I had learned that later it wasn't long. He just moved suddenly into the realm of millions. Then we that are believers, our mind has been blocked. We want to always speak the facts at the expense of the truth, which is an error. Now let me tell you this: the devil is always wanting to make you leave the place of your advantage, so that they can take advantage of you. Your advantage is in your spirituality. What is your spirituality? Speaking it the way God wants you to speak it. Let the weak say I am strong. But the devil will come and tell you, why not tell them the truth? Let them just know what is happening. Tell them the fact. And they know, when you are speaking the fact, you have come down from the level where you are meant to be. May the enemy not take advantage of us. In the name of Jesus Christ. So our thought pattern must change for our lives to change. Are you seeing yourself the way God is seeing you? The word of God transforms. It has the capacity to change. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That ye may prove that which is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I see life enter into somebody here this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. But how can you enjoy this transformation? Which is what I've just explained. Walking in the light of the world is what transforms life. Arise, shine, for your light is come. And the glory of God is risen upon you. Praise the Lord. Verse 22 of that scripture says, A little one shall become a thousand. That shows this is not you. Hello? This is not you. The real you is still what? Is still loading. Anyone who writes you off now, if you are not writing yourself off, is making big mistake. Praise the Lord. Because the Bible says, when light comes, the little one among you will become what? Will become a thousand. And a small one, a strong nation. I, the Lord, we hasten it in this time. When time, when light comes. Praise the Lord. Reason why we need to allow the world. When we begin to walk in the light of the world, men will mock you. But yet, that is the process of your making. 
I can't have a headache. You know the thing is taking you. But you are saying, I can't have a headache. Praise the Lord. Now, what others went through? The person that died that we went to bury which day? It was malaria. That malaria, not for 24 hours. Was in church on Sunday. Monday still went to work. But before evening, they said the malaria. And the thing came. And all of a sudden, the lady died. And you are still alive. So that is an indication that whatever is killing others, doesn't have power to kill you. I said, whatever is killing others doesn't have power to kill you. But it begins with you walking in the light of the word of God so you can enjoy the transformation that the word carries. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How does the world transform? Number two, walking in the light of scriptures is what changes our story from glory to glory. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13, the Bible says, But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass, are changed into the same image from glory to glory. That shows it is what you see from the word of God that have the capacity to change your life. If you see from the scripture that your case is closed, then it will be closed. But no one's case is closed here. Even Lazarus that was dead for four days still came back to life. So it doesn't matter what may have been termed dead in anyone's life. I see it come back to life. I said, I see it come back to life in the name of Jesus Christ. Quickly this morning. You know, today is a covenant day of escape. But let us quickly look at how to tap into these wonders in the world. How can I tap into the wonders in the world? Number one. Be committed to a lifestyle of prayer and fasting for access to outbreak of light. Be committed to a lifestyle of prayer and fasting for access to outbreak of light. When Papa said he went on a three-day journey, what did he do? He went pray to pray. He went fasting for three days. And light broke out. Praise the Lord. If you look at Isaiah chapter 58 verse 6, verse 6 says, Is this not the fact that I have chosen to lose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Praise the Lord. Verse 8 says, Then shall thy light break forth as the morning. You know, many a times, it looks like the book, you know, there is a place in Isaiah that says, The vision of all is like a book. That is bind, Abby. That is closed. When you take it to the intelligent, the learned, they say no, we can't access it. When you take it to the poor, they say no, we can't do anything about it because the book is closed. Why is the book closed? Because they lack the capacity to access it. Praise the Lord. But I pray that for you, this isn't the book will be open. You know those people, they they approach the book with the carnal mind. With human intelligence. Even you will see a professor read the Bible. He will just be reading it like a textbook. It won't make meaning to him. They will see it as a storybook. But underneath, story, underneath those stories are the life transforming power of God. But until you pray and fast, you may not enjoy access to the secrets that is inside there. Praise the Lord. 
In my own little way, I told you it was when I was waiting on the Lord. Paul, I know John said while he was on the island of Patmos, he said, As I was day on as I was on the Lord's day, fasting and praying, then God began to open things unto him. You will discover that prayer and fasting they have the capacity to unlock the truth and the virtues in the word of God and grant you access. And this is when the scriptures will become profitable to you. Praise the Lord. So that shows you can't maximize what you, the wonders in the world without commitment to a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. Majorly for access to the outbreak, I mean, access to outbreak of light. Praise the Lord. No, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, Bible speaking there, saying, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. That's just until you come. Even after you have believed, you still have a part to play. You have a responsibility to pray. In the place to play, in the place of prayer and fasting, trusting God to open you up. Listen now, the secret to your solution is rooted in the world. Until you begin to trust God and pray, God, we are existing from this scripture. The day I had the encounter, two major encounters, I did not ask, I was just fasting, praying. God, show me. Whoa, I was just general prayer, but with specific prayer, I mean, concerning what is afflicting my life. And I was in the parlor when I just had a tap. No, yeah, now you have prayed enough. Go and now open the book. I will show you. And it was when I opened it. When my wife came by, I said, I have discovered it. The Bible is full of discoveries for those who will not be lazy. See, there are you can do for yourself. It is not all the time you look for people to do it for you, or else you become a body. You become a body. Praise the Lord. God is not raising people who will be burdens here. It's not out of place to come to pastor to pray. Fine. But whatever it tells you, are you doing? Go and read this portion. There are occasions that you must have personal encounters with God from his word. And these are the encounters that last forever. Now, nobody can tell me. If God says, okay, my son, I want to carry these five children, I will still get them back. You know why? The truth is forever. Heaven and heart may pass away. A young multi-billionaire in Russia, they interviewed him some years back. And they told him, they said, you are a multi-billionaire. How did you stumble on this? He said, I did not stumble. I did not stumble. They said, okay, you know money, do develop wings. He said, yes, I know. They said, if all of these billions suddenly develop wings and fly away, what will happen? You know what he told them? He said, he smiled. He said, that is small thing. He said, if all the money goes now, I will get them back. They said, why? How? He said, because the principles that brought them are still intact. I will engage them again and they will come. That is the truth of scripture. Now, you may suffer loss, but as long as that truth is there, you can recover. I said, you will recover. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, these are the things. Because the Bible says, heaven and heart may pass. That shows you can lose what you have now. You can lose your money. But yet, the joy of believers is that even though I suffer loss, I know how to get it back. Because the scripture is intact. I have a pastor in Lagos in Redeem. His name is Yinka Sonny, for those who know him. In one day, from trading in stock, he lost 300 million. How many days? 
one day. Now, for people without hope, what will happen? They will go and commit suicide. You know why they are committing suicide? They have not had access to the truth that endures forever. You see, you are giving up because you don't have access. I told you, as I'm a multi-billionaire, whether you believe or you don't believe, if you are still in federal locals, you will see. I'm not praying, but you will see. You know, because there are truths you must engage. Now, Bible says, though your beginning be little, but it doesn't matter. Now, you may be engaging the truth and your beginning may still be little. It's part of the process. So, but very soon, your latter years should greatly increase if you are consistent, doing it consistently. The man said, if the money flew away now, I will get it back. Because what brought those money are still intact. The relationship I had that brought the connections is still intact. My hard-working grace is still intact. The things that I know, they are still intact. All I will do is to still engage them and they will still come. You think if you take all the millions from Bishop, they won't make money again? Why? The truth, heaven and heart may pass. You know, these things are on the heart. Money, is it not on the heart? So that shows they can go. What you have now can go. Now, do you know why people are afraid of losing what they have? Because they don't have access to what will reproduce it. If you have access, you will not fret. You won't fret. You won't be afraid. Because you know, the word of God doesn't fail. It lasts forever. And somebody, you will come out of that debt. Because people have been there before they came out. By practical principles. And these principles are still here. You will come out of that shame. You will come out of that stagnation. You are here, you are crying that some people, they tarnish your name. They tarnish Joseph's name. He even went to prison. But he came out. And he was enthroned. Somebody is coming out. It is your season of enthronement. You will come out. I said you will come out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Commitment to a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. Number two, we must respond promptly to every encounter with light. When God, you are reading, you just had it. Bah! God, what are you saying? Go and sow a seed now. Ah. Now, if God asks you to go and sow a seed, He knows you can sow that seed. Is somebody getting it? Oh, yeah, now make that call now. Praise the Lord. Call this man now. And the man you are asked to call, you have been looking at the man, does this one really have water? He may not have it, perhaps it may be the door to where you are going. And God is saying, call this man now. Now, some things happen between me and my wife. Sorry. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, occasionally, if there was a day I said to her, I said, call this person. Just call. I said, Just call this person. And you know, greet this person. Now, you say, okay, okay, I will do. Do you know that in the next three minutes, the person called her? She now looked at my face. Me, I look away. Praise the Lord. Now, there are occasions God looks away. Because as at the time he was speaking, we are not looking at him. So when it is just, you are not looking at him, he looks away. Those are the seasons that it looks like God has forgotten us. God hasn't forgotten us, but it was because we were not prompt at obeying his divine instruction. And his instructions are timely. Now, if you had called that person, 
it would have brought honor upon you. And so you are mindful of us. But when the person calls, say, oh, madam, now so you be, you did not even call us. And that thing grieved me. I said, can you see now? Cheap honor. No, the divine instruction brings cheap honor when we are timely. It brings cheap victory when we are timely. Praise the Lord. Yesterday, although this testimony, I won't give you the food, but I, yesterday I just had a call that, call this your friend's mom. Call my, myself and my friend, we had a discussion. He told me the mom will be coming to Lagos for operation. And I had the voice say, call your friend's mom. I said, okay. When I got to the mountain where I was going, I just put a call to mommy. Say, oh, Tola. And she prayed for me. And they were not saying in the same place. But the moment I called that woman and we talked and she prayed, I dropped my phone. Then, what happened? 15 minutes later, I received a lot from my friend. I was now wondering what the connect because I made up my I told my I said I won't call this person. But I call I had the voice I called the mother. So I was now later, it was later, now discovered that okay, when I called the mother, the mother now called him. That ah, I just spoke with your friend. Now your friend greeted me. Ah, good to hear from him. Maybe that God now said, You better remember your friend. Uh, you get my point now. Now the person God asks you to call may not be the one who holds the key. But the one who owns the key, respect him. Now, you see, you can't work out the way God operates. But all God requires from you and I, no matter how foolish or how simple, that divine instruction is just obey. Obedience is the key. If the word of God must deliver, you must be ready to obey. No matter how foolish it may look. I see heaven open for somebody here this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Briefly this morning, let us quickly look at our covenant of escape as we partake of the table this morning. Is somebody getting blessed this morning? Praise the Lord. Covenant day of escape. Somebody will escape the onslaught of the enemy. Now, what are we escaping from? Escaping from the wickedness of the devil and his agent. The enemy is a wicked enemy. Praise the Lord. Bible speaking in Psalm 124 that it, if it has not been the Lord who was on our side. Now, no matter what you are going through now, if God is not even on your side, will you be in church this morning? You can't be in church this morning. You can't be in church. But Bible saying, if it has not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel says, if it has not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, as any man rose up against you without you offending them, men are wicked. Bible says, they had swallowed us up quick. I pray for somebody here this morning. That may the desire of your enemy over your life be frustrated here now. You know why we must pray that prayer? Because there are enemies you are not seeing. And what is in their heart is that you die. The desire of the wicked concerning you will not come to pass. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said they have swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. That is men. A billionaire after the life of a gate man. That is men. I say the hand of God reach out to us this season to rescue us in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, what and what do we need to do to escape and stay free? Number one, we must be born again and remain so. Not that you are born again in the morning, in the evening you go back to your vomit. You will still become an handkerchief in the hand of the wicked one. I've heard somebody said any believer who is not in his place is just like an handkerchief. They may not throw it away, but they can do whatever they like. The person can just look at the handkerchief and say, okay, what can I do with this hand? Use it to clean his shoe. Still put it in his pocket. You can bring it and use it to clean his face. Use it to clean shirt. Still put it in his pocket. That won't be our case. But this season, by the finger of God, we enjoy liberation. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3. Bible says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? which at, at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that had him. How shall we escape? Until we stay with God, then we will be out of place and be as dust in the hand of the wicked one. No devil will take advantage of us any longer. In the name of Jesus Christ. This season, God is said to bring out lawful captive from captivity. But don't make yourself a lawful captive any longer. Don't sell yourself cheap to the enemy. Don't sell yourself cheap to the enemy. Is somebody getting it here this morning? Don't sell yourself cheap to the enemy. Have you not had such cases? The enemy said, Nigeria will still is the one who carry himself commit us. May you not fall victim. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number two, we must keep walking in the light of the word of God. Just as we have discussed earlier, we must keep walking in the light of the word of God. What is the word of God saying? And what are we saying? What is the word of God saying? And what are we saying? Praise the Lord. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. That is talking about the word of God. John 1, 1 to 5. Praise the Lord. Bible says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And this light is what shines in darkness, and darkness could not comprehend it. I pray this morning that at your returning, may the light of this glorious gospel begin to shine in your darknesses. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. One must stay in love with God. Praise the Lord. We must stay in love with God. We must remain with him. Not that we love him in the morning, in the evening we forget about him. Praise the Lord. One must keep his faith alive by constantly feeding on the word of God. You must not allow anything to erode your faith. Now, you see, if there was any prayer we need to pray is that our faith will not fail. 
I pray that somebody's faith here will not fail. And that was the prayer Jesus prayed for Peter. He said, Peter, the enemy is after your life. Peter was now wondering, which area of my life is the enemy after? Jesus told him, look here, the enemy is planning to sift you like powder. That shows any time there is faith failure, one would become cheap to the enemy. That won't be our portion. Say, but I have prayed for you that your faith fails not. Hallelujah. But when thou hast converted, strengthen thy brethren. So, we must keep faith alive. By constantly feeding on the word. Because any faith that is devoid of the word of God is faith. F-A-T-E. That anything that comes, let it come. Please, let your faith be intact. Once your faith is still intact, and you are still speaking, in the face of opposition, you will still be talking. No, I can't give up. It is not over. This can't be my hand. I am coming out. This can't be my hand. I am coming out. This is what the word of God says. But faith can't come alive when we don't have word in our system. Praise the Lord. Now, do you know what the word does? If you look at Isaiah chapter 59 verse 19, Bible talking about the enemy coming upon you like a flood. And the spirit of the Most High God raising a standard against them. That is what the world does. That while you are sleeping, you will be quoting scripture. You don't need to know all the Bible, but which of the Bible do you even know? Your faith can't grow outside of the word of God. Because it is the word of God that faith feeds on. Faith cometh by hearing, Romans chapter 10 verse 17, and understanding by the word. So where the word of God is not in place, faith will be out of place. I say God release grace upon us this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. So one must keep faith alive by constantly feeding on the word. And when you keep feeding on the word, you discover that your, your mind too will be renewed. Your whole trances will be affected. Your outlook, the way you see things, the way you receive things will be, will be changing. You won't just take anything anybody tells you. Somebody just gonna say, ah, your case is closed. And you say, ah, now so what can I go come do now? Praise the Lord. That won't be your portion. Amen. Somebody came to me and said, let us see how you will finish this project. I will not go. Praise the Lord. I told him, I said, over your dead body. You will be dead and will still be building. He had to go and call the Mianguas to come and beg. Because he started it. Now, the battle of life is the battle of words. If you don't have words to speak, the world will overcome you. So when they are speaking at you, at your life, at your children, at your future, what are you speaking back? Without the word, faith has nothing to feed on. The just shall live by his faith. Now there are dimensions, there are occasions that the faith of the pastor can help to preserve the destiny of the members. But much more importantly, the just shall live by his faith. There are occasions that the faith of the husband can, you know, work for the wife. As the head, you can speak. The, but the just shall live by his faith. When the chips are down and you are face to face with that crisis, what do you have to say to that situation? The Bible says, if thou shalt say to this mountain. So what do you have inside of you to say? 
Because you may say, I will call my pastor. You know the erratic nature of the network. You may not be able to reach your pastor. When the chips are down, what will you say? What are you saying? Outside of the world, there is nothing. Hallelujah. So, let us walk and see how we feed our faith with the word of God. One must keep serving God and the interests of his kingdom. If you are the type that just come to church on Sunday, your home is Sunday, Sunday, that are praying, your place is so separate. Praise the Lord. So, you, you need to be involved, be committed in the place of kingdom service. That is what makes you relevant and that gives you preference in God's presence. Praise the Lord. No one will take your place. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download and share Champion Circle Podcast. We leave you with this word from Acts 20, 32. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you, you next time. time.